Welcome to the Date Life Podcast. I'm your host, Jackson M. Doggett Jr., the solutions expert. With certifications as a life coach, family mediator, and time manager, and with licenses as an ordained minister and practicing attorney, I have learned some lessons about success I want to pass on to you. This podcast is about how to apply eight ancient, universal, and fundamental principles of success so you can live your best life. Life is a journey, so buckle up and let's go. The Date Life Podcast is sponsored by Doggett Law Firm a firm focused on family law matters, including pre-marriage legal counsel, family mediation to resolve conflict, divorce, and other family law issues. Find Doggett Law Firm at www.doggettlaw.com or call at 202-470-3515. Doggett Law Firm for your family. The focus for this episode is the power of a morning routine. We teach one of the ways to love yourself is to see yourself as God sees you, as having inestimable value. One of the ways you recognize your own value is to establish a morning routine. Let's listen as we discuss the topic. Today, I thought I would talk with you a little bit about a morning routine. I've read some articles about developing a strong morning routine, and it seems to be that it doesn't matter so much what your routine is so long as it is consistent. Some of the benefits seem to be that you will have less stress, you have fewer decisions to make to start out the morning. You feel like you have accomplished something right from the beginning of the day, which sets you up for more success during the day. So having a morning routine is very beneficial. I thought I would share what I do in the morning, and if it helps you, great, adopt it. If it doesn't, find your own. But successful people have a regular morning routine. If you want to live a better life, I recommend that you establish a consistent morning routine. Now, here's what I do. When I get up in the morning, the first thing I do is pray. Prayer, someone said, is the breath of the soul. In other words, I spend some time talking to my Creator the one who cares about me, the one who has a wonderful plan for my life, the one who wants me to succeed, the one who wants me to have the best life I can possibly have. I spend some time talking to him, and then I spend some time listening, not doing much, just listening for what I might receive back from this conversation with God. Then I read my Bible. Before I read my Bible, I always ask for the assistance of the Holy Spirit to help me understand what I'm reading. Every year, I read the Bible through. 
I do it in various ways, and I don't mind sharing with you that I use the Logos Bible software, and they have reading plans. There are some that are pre-programmed, and then you can program your own reading program. Every year, I look at a translation of the Bible that I want to use, and then I look at how I want to read the Bible. Some years, I read it from Genesis to Revelation. Other years, I read it chronologically, how the Bible was written, book by book by book, wherever it might land within the Bible, just chronologically how it was written. Then some years, I read it according to subjects. So the reading plan is organized around subjects, but you get through the entire Bible in a year. I believe it's very important to read the Bible because I personally believe that the Bible was inspired by holy men who wrote under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. It is God's love lesson or love letter to us. I believe that there is information there that will make me a better person. I believe the information helps me to think correctly because I want to think like God thinks. I want to get results like God gets results. And I know that if I will read the Bible, I will have the mind of Christ through the washing of the water of the Word. So I spend time because I want to be my very best self. I don't want to go through life and not achieve becoming what God had in mind when he gave me life. So I read the Bible. I want to have the mind of Christ. I want to have the attitude of Christ. I want to understand how God thinks so I can think like that. God is love, so I want to know how to love. I want to get to know God for myself. So I read the Bible every day. That's part of my routine. So I pray, I read the Bible. And then there are three poems that I read to myself. This is so that I can fortify myself with these thoughts as I begin the day, because there is so much negativity in the world. There is so much you have to fight through day after day that I fortify my mind with three readings that I read to myself Pretty much every day. Some days I miss, to be honest, but my routine is to read these three readings. The first one is a poem, and I'm going to read it to you from Rudyard Kipling. His poem is, If. I'm going to read it to you. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. If you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting, too. If you can wait and not be tired by waiting or being lied about, don't deal in lies. Or being hated, don't give way to hating, and yet don't look too good nor talk too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master, if you can think and not make thoughts your aim. If you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same. 
If you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools, or watch the thing you gave your life to broken, and stoop and build them up with worn out tools. If you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it all on one turn of pitch and toss and lose, and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss. If you can force your heart and nerve and send you to serve your turn long after they are gone, and so hold on when there is nothing in you except the will which says to them, hold on. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue, or walk with kings nor lose the common touch, if neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you, if all men count with you, but none too much, if you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, yours is the earth and everything that's in it, and which is more, you'll be a man, my son. I really like that point. It tells me no matter what I go through in the day or the day that's coming up before me, I can make it through if I just make certain decisions regardless of what happens to me. Something that I have learned as a fact that none of us can get around, we do not control everything that happens. We just don't control it. What we can control is our response to it or our decisions that we make. But we can't control everything going on around us, but we have to deal with it. So this poem helps me to fortify my mind, to get ready to deal with whatever I have to deal with that day. Now, the next poem that I read is from James Allen. He wrote a little book. It's a small book called As a Man Thinketh. This was given to me in, at, when I became an, a young adult. And I read the book through, and I've read the book through many times. And this poem is in that book that also helps me get myself ready for the day. The name of this poem is Mind. Now listen to this. Mind is the master power that molds and makes, and man is mind, and evermore he takes the tool of thought, and shaping what he wills, brings forth a thousand joys, a thousand ills. He thinks in secret, and it comes to pass. Environment is but his looking glass. Now, what I like about that is that you decide how your life is going to be. You decide what you're going to produce. One thing I noticed in the Bible, God speaks what isn't as though it were, and what does not exist manifests itself in front of him. That's a powerful thing. Words have power, but it starts in the mind starts in the mind. So what this poem is really saying is whatever you're dealing with in your life, part of it, if not all of it, was what you created by how you think. 
a very, very, very successful man. And depending how you measure success, but I'm talking about financially successful, a very financially successful man told me once, the difference between those who are very financially successful and those who are not is not that the financially successful are more talented, smarter, have more opportunities than others, etc. He said the biggest difference between those who really make it and those who don't is how they think. The difference is between your ears. And this poem reminds me that how I think has an impact on my environment. Well, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we are going to discuss more about having a morning routine. If you want to support the Date Life podcast, join the Date Life Nation by sending your contribution through Cash App at dollar sign date life podcast. That's the letter D, the number eight, the words life podcast all together as one word or through Venmo at ampersand date life podcast. Every dollar you give will support the production of the Date Life podcast and the activities of the Date Life Nation. We plan to host meetups to discuss with me and my guests in person how to apply the eight principles of success we espouse in the Date Life podcast and other activities. So join the Date Life Nation today to live your best life. Now back to our discussion. So I have discussed the fact that when I wake up in the morning, I pray, I read my Bible, And I read three readings. One is the poem, If. The other is the poem, Mind. And the third is a reading from Marion Williamson. You've heard this one before. In fact, last week I read it, but I'm going to read it again because it's part of my morning routine. It's called Our Deepest Fear. Here's what it says. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. I really like that because it reminds me playing small does not serve the world. 
I can't help people to feel better about themselves by making myself less than who I am. I need to be all that God created me to be so others have the courage and the inspiration to become all God created them to be. So that's my routine. Let me say it again. I wake up in the morning, I pray. I read my Bible, and I read the Bible through every year. That book never gets old. You never can exhaust what's in it. You'll never understand it fully and completely, so it's a lifelong journey. So I read the Bible. Reading the Bible is different from studying the Bible, but we'll talk about that another time. But I read the Bible. Pray, read the Bible, and read these three readings. This simple routine sets me up for the day. I have accomplished something, I feel good about it, and I can move on to accomplish other things. I hope this has been helpful to you. But we'll talk about this again and again, no doubt, through the years. I plan to continue this podcast as long as I remain on the earth. There is so much to learn from the eight principles that we espouse here at the Date Life Podcast. So thank you for listening. I look forward to our next series. We're about to do a short series about finance. So spread the word. Tell other people. Make sure you're listening to the Date Life Podcast. The eight principles of success we discuss in the Date Life Podcast can change your life. So like it, share it with everyone you know, and subscribe to it. Most importantly, go out and live your best life.